What's up, family? It's Jackie. And B Keys. And you are now on, on the, the stoop, stoop with, with Koo. Woo, Chile. <laughs> Chile. That's a new word. Hey. Let, me, let me put that in my uh, in my urban dictionary. But you know, Becky, <laughs> she had a black boyfriend. And with that, because you know everybody say, woo, child. Yeah. But she read it and she said, woo, Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I didn't see that one. That's funny. We got to bring them together. <laughs> bring them together. Let's get you together. Y'all, we got so much to catch up on. Uh, I appreciate the patience. Um, I can't speak for Beverly. I can speak for myself. Um, but it's been a time in the land, a time in the land, a shame and a scandal. A shame and a scandal? Woo. I mean, it's been a time for me, too. I've been... You know, I work two jobs, yeah. plus my business. That's the third job, so. And I have a big project I've been working on, thank the Lord. Um, I'm working on a wedding project. So that's been consuming all of my time and taking all of my energy, but um, something that I want to put my energy into, so I don't mind, but our right, schedules right, has right. been crazy. Right. And Jackie has, he has received new jewels, too. New, new apartment. Right. New gig. Mm-hmm. So just trying to get acclimated to all of that while still practicing self-care. Exactly. Oh, you know, just trying to keep your mind right, money right. What song was that? Mind right, money right, baby. I don't know. Four. If it ain't a song, we gonna make it. No, that was some <laughs> hip-hop song. Get your mind right. Anyway. So how was your day? Day was good. Um, I actually woke up listening to Oprah's new... Uh, book. I have it on audio. Mm. It's called um, The Path Made Clear. And it was actually, she had dropped a link mm -hmm. on her um, Instagram page the other day and it was free for the entire day. Oh, and wow. my friend sent it to me at the last minute. So it was 11 o'clock and I'm like, let me hurry up and download this. Um, so the oh. audio was available for free and then you could also download the book for free. Mm. So I downloaded the audio. I usually listen to music to start my day, but today I was like, let me listen to something different let me you know start my day on a different type of frequency yes. that book is really good she dropped a lot of jewels um she included a lot of people from different who have different perspectives so mm. it was a good listen that made my day i listened to it on my way to work and then when i got off of work i listened to it um, the nice. entire audio is about two hours long so i'm gonna have to and, check it out yeah i'm gonna send you the link to it and then there's like certain like um quotes in there that i like that i'll stop and replay or like i'll snip and save so i've been listening to that today so that's been keeping me like on a good good wave you know who else has a lot um is yana van zandt and she was on there really yeah she was on there i, I love, love her. her yes She's such <laughs> she a was vibe. on there along with so many other people i can't even think of the, the authors and the inspirational people that she included she had a lot of clips she had clips from um from maya angelou to nelson mm. mandela to all these so inspirational people who have a great perspective so and yana you know she's from brooklyn I didn't from know Crown that. Heights. I didn't know that. Um, so that beloved, my, you know how she got. Oh, she would say beloved. Okay, that's I that Brooklyn. Out, that was the uptown thing. Is it an uptown like, thing? Forever ago. Okay, beloved. <laughs> so you know that's my new shit. Okay, beloved. Okay, beloved. Beloved, how are you, beloved? You giving me too much. <laughs> so yeah, my week was um, 
interesting. Um, working in international affairs is what we'll call it. Oh, no, that's right. Has been very interesting. Um, I'm sure you meet a lot of people, a lot, a lot of, of interesting people. And trying to make sure that I connect with these people because you have a short window. Um, you know what? Listening to that. The, the book I was listening to, there's a little snippet in there that says, people may not remember what you did. They may not remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Yeah. So that's, yes, I, yes, I yes. hold that dearly. And that's such a huge thing to me because you can be the cutest, you can be the flyest, you can be this, you can be that, but a moment of feeling like, mm-hmm. damn, I was kind of down. And it's, for instance, this lady the other day coming through, coming through, and you know, I'm naturally like, hey, how are you? She's like, you know what? I've been in this store 10 minutes. Oh. And nobody said hello Ooh, until now. I hate that. And that determined whether or not I want to spend my money. Yeah. Because I, I got a little coin, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into, I went to Fifth Avenue, and I was like, I'm going to buy me a bag today. Oh, you fancy. Oh, look. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, I deserve it. I work hard. No, there's always that bit of <laughs> that, justification. That, yeah. So, um, I even took the, took the photo of what I was looking for to my friend. Like, should I do it? She like, girl, you work hard. Get that bag. Yes, yes, yes. So, I went in there, and I'm, I knew exactly what I was looking for. But in my mind, I was like, I'm going to spend my money according to my experience. Correct. Um, they just so happened to not have what I was looking for. But even if they did, nobody spoke to me. So I went Just right on messing up sales. Right. I went and right on And it don't take no, like, hello, welcome. Hey, how are you? Hey, let me know if you have any questions. Because, you know, I don't like to bombard people. I don't know if that's a New York thing or not. And maybe because we're not from here, we have different experiences to bring to New York. So my 100%. expectations and, like, even when I'm working my non-fashion job, even even when I'm working for my business, my customer service is one thing that all of my clients say they love about me is, and I treat everybody the same way. Um, but here it's hard to find that, and I don't want to say, I don't know. No, it is. I don't know. Because everything is so fast-paced. And yeah, I think so. Move, 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 move. Go, go, go. Next, next, next. It's like y'all, y'all gotta chill. But so I want conversation. I want to go to get. I want to get everybody's minds set up for today. So we're, <laughs> <laughs> I want to get y'all minds prepared. So Ooh. we are gonna be doing some backtracking because we haven't spoken in so long and we missed out on a few events, but it's still on our minds. So we gotta get it out. Yes. Um. So of course we have our real stories of real people. And today it's us. You just heard our real stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, the topic for today is when the thirst catches up with you. We're going to have our teaspoon of pop culture. What else we got going on? And our breaking beauty. Breaking beauty. Um, so it was out of order. You know, Beverly be messing up the order sometimes. <laughs> and then I be messing up people's names sometimes. <laughs> What's out of order? So it's breaking beauty. Oh, excuse me. Real people, real stories. We just did Breaking that. Beauty. Okay, Breaking Beauty. Did we do it when the thirst catch up with you? We didn't do that, but okay. I wanted to let them know. This is, we, we getting into this thirst quenching uh, moments. Ooh, so where your drink at? <laughs> Hell, man. I need let to... me call me some more. <laughs> I 
because this is about to be real. All right, so going into this topic, when the thirst catches up with you or when you've been in a moment and you have been utterly mortified, just so embarrassed. Or it could be in reverse when the other person is embarrassed. Like, I've mm. been caught in the thirst trap, but I wasn't the one that was thirsty. Yes. <laughs> All right, so where do we want to start? You want to start I, with you or I want to start with yours because I just want to read it. I want to read it because it was so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm stressed out. <laughs> okay, so there was this one time in the barbershop. And we know barbershop culture. Mm-hmm. Dominican barbershop. Might as well. Just black barbershop mm-hmm. in general. That, you know, I'm doing my thing. Doing my thing. Now, of course, I come from a background of skincare and makeup. And, you know, service is like top notch. Again, so you have trained. that customer service. Yeah. That personal touch. Yes. Well, this particular gentleman took that personal touch to mean that I was feeling him. Mm-hmm. Now, that same level of service, I try to keep that standard across the board. Treat everybody the same. So, you know, whether you just coming in for this, for that, like, it doesn't matter. Like, that service has to be there. Mm -hmm. So, he sent me a series of texts that night after I cut his hair saying how much he loved it and how he had gone to a couple of different places and they didn't get it right mm-hmm. and finally he found his barber okay. and I'm like okay that's nice I appreciate that mm-hmm. but then the text started getting a little dicey it, turned, it took a turn and I'm like wait maybe I'm tripping and then he gets to the point where you know can I ask you a question uh oh when somebody you know, asks if they can ask you a question you just you already, already know asked it. Right. Like, so I'm like I already knew where the question was going so I'm like what's up so he like you know are you gay and this that and the third and I'm like sir why does that matter what does that have to do with my service <laughs> so anyway we get down to the get down now I'm a bit of a diverter when it comes to certain things. Oh, I'm the same way. I because am the same I way. I might answer a question with a question. Exactly. Because why the fuck does it matter? Because you still gonna come through. Because <laughs> ain't nobody got your shit right like I got your shit right. Right. So, we have that whole conversation. Long story short, uh, he tells me that he's bisexual and that his wife knows all about what he does and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, well, eh, not really my thing. Yeah, sir, you married. Yeah, like, yeah. You must have had some good customer service that hey, day. You put a hot towel that. around <laughs> <laughs> You put that hot towel on that yeah, man. He know how to get massage and things. <laughs> but that, you know, I grew up, well, I don't want to say grew up, but you know, I was trained the Chanel way. So, of course, yeah. You know, that's super luxe. And being in the barbershop, most They're people are not, not used, used to that. to that. They don't expect it. So, I'm like, sir, this is not about to happen. Like, So, he's like, well, you know, I hope I didn't offend you. And do I need to find a new barber? And I'm like, no, none of I'm that needs gonna, to happen. I'm like, still going to get your money. That part. <laughs> I'm still going to dig in your body. Because you're a good tipper, too. So, I don't want to run you a bike. So it was that whole thing, uh, and he's been back since then. 
Um, and I actually just ran into him today, coming from the mm. uh, get my hair braided across the street from the shop. But I'm like, y'all <clears throat> really need to get y'all life together. <laughs> now I don't know what that wife is doing, or does she even really know? That's another topic. That's <laughs> a whole another day. Does she even fucking really know? That like, is a whole yeah. So that's where I was like, eh, not gonna happen. That was, that was a thirst moment, but his Ooh. thirst did not get quenched. No. <laughs> he still got thorns in his throat. Because I ain't fucking with it. Hey, I do. Okay, so I want to get into mine, but I'm I'm on the fence of which one I should do. I don't know if I should keep it cute or if I should tell y'all the story. There's nothing about keeping it cute on this okay, podcast. Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm going to throw this back. Okay. So I was in college and naturally I'm a I am what I like to call a social introvert. Um I, I am a natural that. introverted person, but in social settings, you know, I, I can thrive, I can right. network, right. I can do what I need to do. Um, but then I have those moments where I'm like, ah, I wanna be by myself. In the corner <laughs> and I'm okay. And so being I went to HBCU, it's a lot going on, it's a lot of people. It was a lot of people who wasn't even in college. Who would just come to that area just to soak up everything that was going on on yeah, our campus yeah, so i don't blame them um i went to clark again clark is a part of the auc we the have illustrious the illustrious clark Atlanta university yes, um so we have morehouse we have spelman we have clark um so people will, from outside will always come and hang around our campus i want to keep this short as possible so i was new i transferred in my roommate who i'm cool with to this day she was one of the first people who like welcomed me in like hey girl you know you want to hang out you want to go out so a lot of the people that i knew i knew from her because she knew a lot of people she introduced to a lot of people she was very very cool um shout out to her mcquinta she has her own podcast going Does on she? yes it's called nah girl it's called nah girl and it's nah, from, like like nah like like n-a-h Nah, girl um she has a video podcast actually it's on uh youtube look it up um love very it. very dope um so yeah so um one of her friends she introduced me to very cool we clicked instantly i'm one of those people who you know go off the of vibes and so we me and this girl who i met ended up talking to the same guy but didn't know it because I didn't know her well enough to know what she had going on in her life. She didn't know me well enough. And so this guy I met, I was taking my trash out. I was on campus. And he pulled up. And he's like, oh, you're too pretty to be taking your trash out. Let me take it for you. And so rose eyes. And I'm like, no, sir. But okay, you can take it. Not really my type off the top. I, visually, I'm like, no, not my type. Okay, but you want to take my trash, I'll let you. And so he asked for my number. And I, I kindly was like, no, no, thank you. A couple weeks later, I see him again. I'm at the gas station. He like, let me pump your gas. He's too pretty, you pumping your gas. I'm like, I keep seeing this man everywhere I go, and he's just so thirsty. Men are so weird. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> and so he asked for my number again. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I saw him a third time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get this man my number because I keep seeing him, and he is. So it might be a thing. He is so like adamant about being in contact with me, so. We swap numbers, we text. Um, he came to my. Um, I lived in an apartment section of the dorm, so we had a whole apartment, had a kitchen, living room, whatever. Nice. So he came up one day to kick it, 
and we sitting just like how me and you are sitting right now but we were inside and i'm on the couch and there was like a little dining section right next to our couch so he's sitting at the table i'm sitting on the couch we chopping it up in walks my roommate with her homegirl and he looked up and i was like hey i introduced them i didn't know they knew each other so i'm like hey this is my roommate this is her friend blah 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 he spoke to that girl like he didn't know her like he never saw her a day in his life wow. and so her and her friend go to her room maybe five minutes later i hear my she called my name and she like come you know come here let me holler she let me I go back there and she's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I talked to him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Okay. Like, this is awkward. <laughs> this is, no, that's a reverse. It was, it was a thirst in reverse because he was thirsty to talk to me and be in contact with me. I kick it with him and then you, you, you were part of the crew. <laughs> you be in with the crew now. It was so awkward. It was one of those moments where I was just like... Uh, like, and the, so what ended up happening? So she comes out of the area, like comes out of the room into the living room, and they start arguing. So they're going back and forth. I'm sitting there in the middle, like I don't really know her well enough, nor do I know him well enough to really, I don't really care enough to, you know, to get in the middle of it. But I was just, it was like a tennis <laughs> match. They was going back and forth, no, and I'm, weird. and I was just sitting there like, uh. Eventually, he gets up and leaves. As he should. Right. And so, she stayed, and we chopped it up, and it was a girl thing. Like, it was no hard feelings between me and her, but it was just such an awkward moment. Like, And some men, they ain't shit for that. Because why would he look up and not acknowledge her? Like, he looked up and was like, hey, how you doing? Like, he never seen her a day in his life. That's so weird to me. Oh, my God. That was one of the... It was funny. Like, the situation was so funny. How she handled it... How she handled the situation was hilarious. Um, Because it seemed like she kept it classy. Or maybe not. (laughs) Not a look I just got. (laughs) It was it was funny. It was definitely a thirst in reverse. Sips of wine. Right, sips of wine. I think I got one better for you. Not better, but I got another funny one. All right. This is another Atlanta one. I had just moved to Atlanta. I had transferred my job. And I was working at, um, not to be named. Right. <laughs> I was working somewhere. I transferred there. I started a week after I, I started, you know, classes. And I'm at work, and I'm in the front, and I interact with a lot of customers. And so, a guy came. He was an older gentleman. He really wanted to talk to me, wanted my number. Wasn't my type. He was older. I didn't like the way he carried himself. So, and I'm new, so I'm not really, you know, I got to be mindful of who I'm um, engaging with. So, I politely was trying to brush him off, but he was coming on real strong, like, kept coming back with the little you know little smart comments yes and so while he's smiling in my face and trying to get my phone number in walks this tall brown flamboyant gay man red hair flowing bopping and swinging into the place where i work (laughs) he walks right up to the guy who's trying to get my number slaps him on the ass 
stuck his hand out and was like, give me the keys to the car. What? <laughs> yes. The guy looks at him and he he gave him that look like, like get, like, get on, like come on. Like come. not right now. Like, like not right now. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, uh-uh, sir, no. You need to have a nice day. <laughs> right, a, a, a good day, a good night. <laughs> I bid you adieu. Right. <laughs> Wowzers. That was, that was my thirst in reverse. I'm trying to think of my thirst in reverse. Okay, so I have recently downloaded um, this dating app. And, you know, I'm really weird about, like, internet dating. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm extra paranoid on shit like that. As you should be, but this is, like, a digital age, so I think for some, it's normal. Yeah. It's nothing. It's like another social media. But it's like motherfuckers hitting your line, like, you know, hey, what's up, sexy? What's up this? What's up that? And so I'm hearing people back, and ain't nobody saying nothing. And I end up deleting the app to say all that. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is stupid. Like, people send you a message like, sup. Spell S-U-P. That is my pet peeve. We too old Talk to Talk about be something. <laughs> like that. How was your day? Did you smell the flowers today? Like, I think with those type of, it depends on what type of, like, platform it is people on there are not looking to engage in nah, conversation they, they are like that's why they talking about some suck with that shit. And then i might be on that right. but then you hit me with that show show I mean, right i'm, like, I'm good like y'all are annoying. like so needless to say i deleted that shit uh, okay so this has got me stressed out let's move along let's don't move along. stress don't stress so let's move on to the Breaking Beauty segment. Breaking Beauty. I'm so excited about this. You are so funny. <laughs> so, I mean, Breaking Beauty, we have two parts. So yes. the first part is it's graduation season. It just takes me back to that time um, where I, uh, that graduation day and everybody getting dolled up. And I saw this girl floating and glowing down the street. She had... Um, like those natural faux locks. Mm. Face was done. Her gown was flowing. I was like, hey, girl, you look beautiful. I just had to, like. No, it's almost like I, you have to. I had to. I had to. So, shout out to all the, the graduates, whether it's high school, middle school, college, whatever. Preschool. You did it. You did it. You made it. Um, now, keep going. A funny story before we get into <laughs> our experience with graduation. This was maybe two years back. I saw a young girl. This was up the street. They was in front of Applebee's. And she had on her cap and gown. And you know, I'm like, congratulations. Mm -hmm. So I was going to the ATM. Get to the ATM. And I see some graduation balloons just kind of like willy-nilly in the corner. Mm -hmm. Girl, why I grabbed the balloons and went and took it to her? Uh, you done repurposed <laughs> the balloons? <laughs> she was so happy. Oh, you! that was a moment for her. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. I was like, and I ain't have to spend all my money. Oh, that was nice. It was yeah. a thought that counts. Yeah. It's like, girl, get this, get these free balloons. It girls. was a thought that counts. But I do want to get into the, the real breaking, groundbreaking, history breaking moment in, in the beauty world. Um, one is shout out to Riri. Like, she's doing Rihanna it. Rihanna is doing it. First, you broke the, the beauty 
cosmetic industry by introducing all these shades and made every open. company wake the fuck up. Like, as a woman of color, the African American community is one of the largest segments in the market far as luxury cons- consumption. Um, we buy a lot of brand name things um, for a lot of reasons, which is another topic. <laughs> for another day. But, um, for us to be such a large segment, a lot of companies don't acknowledge us and they don't care to us and they do not create products for us. But when she introduced that Fenty collection she with all those up. shades, she woke everybody up. Now I walk into drugstores and I see these drugstore brands with a million shades of brown. Um, and she just recently broke another industry, the fashion industry. Luxury um, with LVMH. The luxury. She signed a deal with LVMH. Um, she's the first woman uh, woman of color to have an original brand with LVMH. Um, and she's the first brand to be created in a while since Christian Lacroix in the, in the 80s. So shout out to her for that. And I'm so excited for her and for the fashion industry. And I'm, I'm interested to see how the fashion industry how they will react to it right. you know how they the cosmetic how the cosmetic industry reacted by you know all of a sudden adapting mm-hmm. all of these colors and acknowledging the culture for her to break into the luxury section of the fashion industry and it's be the everything. first black woman to do it and and, uh, and the first woman period because LVMH they don't have any um women who have original brands so she's the first woman and she's the first woman of color like that's beautiful so yeah so i'm excited to see how the fashion industry will react to it um we have like a little short clip of her on the red carpet talking about her inspiration and how um how the partnership started and so she has a the collection she has a a mason in, in in paris france that's where it debuts so you can you can now see her her collection available in paris and um she partnered with robin to create a new luxury mason that will be based in paris like i said before um and it's developed created and shaped by her vision she's the creative director of the brand and i'm excited I'm excited for her. I'm excited to see how the fashion industry responds. And being a black designer, it's just it's, it's so her. inspiring. Remind me when we leave, I need you to walk down to this corner because it's a bridal boutique. I've seen her. I don't know the name of that, that bridal boutique. And I believe the the designer, beautiful. I believe she's black. It's beautiful. Okay, so we can't get Riri on the line. Really? Is she, <laughs> where she is? She probably still in Paris. <laughs> Gay Paris. But why are you pulling it up? Even on the back of... Is she coming up? Even mm-hmm. on the back of being... Doing makeup. And with, you know, several luxury companies. And being in the corporate offices. In New York. And I'm telling y'all, this is what's happening right now. Women of color been on this. When we yeah. think back to Floyd Roberts yeah. and, you know, all of those older makeup brands that were created for women of color, 
y'all are missing the mark. And they're like, well, women of color aren't purchasing. I don't, I don't know what market research y'all did. I don't know. So to see we some of those same companies, like. Now incorporating that, I feel like it's like a finally, it, it's kind of like a, a mixed feeling. It's kind of like I'm excited to see it and I'm happy to see it, but then it's kind of like. Man, I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to go support Riri, my yeah. homegirl, Vanessa Myricks. A couple of people I can do. I'm feeling very proud, um, very grateful, and lucky and blessed to be in this position and have this incredible opportunity to create something from scratch with LVMH. It's a big deal. It's something that I couldn't even dream up as a possibility. Even um, I never knew I would have this this opportunity to do something in the luxury sec like and be respected as a designer in it so to have someone like a Bernard Arnault say to me I believe that you can do this I've seen you be a leader and I've seen you um, create companies before uh, he wanted to do it and I, I, I took it on it's a challenge and I took it on because he believed in me and that's all it takes. And Rihanna, I saw a clip of her at her lunch dancing to one of Beyonce's songs. We like to party. Yeah. Hey. hey. Oh, sorry. But how dope is she? Like, and she gonna sing like a hater, like, cause she got so many bags, like. Yeah, she do. So she's like, girl, y'all can do what y'all doing, girl. I'm gonna be good. Exactly. So y'all let y'all let Rihanna live. Y'all keep talking about where her music. She is she breaking boundaries in other areas outside of music. She is doing it. So she's literally breaking beauty. Uh, Idio, so where do we go next? You talking about Beyonce? I'm just waiting. I know. Okay, so I know we said we're gonna do some backtracking because we didn't get a chance to speak on some things. So yeah. I want to get into this teaspoon. Of pop culture. Teaspoon of pop culture. Apple. And um, I know, I know, I know everyone has seen the Homecoming documentary on Netflix. If you have not, you are tripping. Uh, it's such an inspiration. As a matter of fact, I sew to it. So whenever do I do. So when I'm, nice. I'm getting tired and I need to like a pick me up. I'd be like, look, y'all, I'm going to Coachella. That means I'm, I'm about to get real serious. Quick, real quick. Um, just seeing, like, her dedication, her perseverance, her tenacity, it encourages me to, you know, follow through on whatever I'm doing. So, at that yes. moment, if I'm working on something, then that, you don't have to that keeps me. No, come Hi. on How now. You, you live on a podcast right now. <laughs> oh! So, be careful what you see. Come on now. <laughs> don't be sorry. Come on. It's you not have... video, it's our uh, audio. So he said, I don't want to be on TV. <laughs> so silly. But uh, Coachella. Yes. So, you, if you haven't watched it, it was inspired by um, HBCU. She created the whole HBCU experience. Um, did we she, cover that before? We, t- we, we spoke. Did. We did it because we tried that day. A lot of things were going oh on. We God. had so many technical difficulties that day that... It was we, ridiculous. Yeah, it was. So we... That was on our minds when it first came out, but then we didn't get a chance to really do it. 
but yeah so yeah so that was inspired by the hbcu she created the whole hbcu experience she had the drums she had the orchestra she had the bands she had the dancers the majorettes all of that which takes us back to homecoming takes us back to homecoming and if you have never been to hbcu you definitely got that experience that day watching that because that is homecoming um but then miss taylor swift Swift, bring her She tried it. And then she tried to have the same poses. That was cultural appropriation at its best. Like, straight culture vulture. You're a stick man. She had, um, I want to say the Ohio State Band come out. So she had the Ohio State Band. They came out. She had a live band. She tried it with the dancers. It's one thing for you to say, I see you. I appreciate you. You inspire me. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But for you to just take everything that was given and then not acknowledge where it came from, that's where the problem lies. And then not even do nothing with it. Didn't. You didn't bring it. Girl. And I'm not saying Beyonce invented the marching band. But she invented the marching band. (laughs) Yeah, she she did. She She brought it to the forefront. Definitely. I'm so stressed out. Yeah, like, I was, when I saw that, I was like, I could only imagine um, the level of work that they put into it. And I'm speaking of Taylor Swift, which was zero it, work. Yeah. Zero history. And then the commentary. Some people were like, oh, how did she get that from Beyonce? She'd been working on this for months. Yeah. Okay, well, Beyonce did this last year. That part. The documentary came out maybe two weeks before her performance, it. but you saw you that seen the original performance. performance. You did. You had to. So, Taylor Swift, girl. And your whole team. And whoever, I got a grade for you, girl. And whoever was involved, the dancers, the drummers, everybody. Y'all got me fucked up. Right. No, my Y'all heart started beating a little fast. <laughs> They got your blood pressure up. My pressure up. <laughs> you know, black people love to say they pressure. They don't even put the blood in front of it. But you know. Speaking of pressure up, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. What's going on with Wendy? What Whitney say? Oh, how I waited for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's Wendy. going on with Wendy? No, she's going through, she's in the midst of her divorce and all of that, which is unfortunate, but the fortunate part of it is I'm glad that she's now acknowledging what's happening. Um, So she's talking about it just as much as she talked about everybody else's business. And she should. It's only fair. Yes. I mean, if you a gossip columnist, like, you can't exclude yourself. You gotta share your truth, yeah. So I'm glad that she's doing that, but she's in the midst of dealing with her estranged husband, is what I'll call him. Or and that's, ex-husband. The perfect, that's the perfect word. Um, he since, you know, Wendy came to grab a couple of her things, because, you know, they in New Jersey. Oh, okay. And they had a nice little mansion in New Jersey. Jersey. We don't wait for that uh, helicopter to pass. No, we don't pay for that. <laughs> y'all know y'all on the stoop. Well, y'all kind of on the balcony right now, but. But you still get the essence. Yeah, you get it. Oh, so she was coming to pick up a couple of her things from the house. 
which I'm sure is pretty much the house that she paid for. I'm sure. I mean, she's the face of the brand, so the face usually, um, you know what? Let me not go. That's there. another. Uh... <laughs> so he called the police on her for whatever reason, and like he just seems very bothered. So now he's at the point where he wants um, child support and um, what you call it, spousal support. Spousal, yeah. First of all, you're not about to get shit. Like you a whole grown ass man, so. The you whole got disagreement a whole baby on the way. with him and his son, the reason they end up getting into that fight and the son end up getting arrested oh, wow. was because he wanted his son to de- depend less on Whit- Wendy and more on himself. What? So it's kind of weird, sir. Like you're trying to teach somebody something that you're not practicing. Right. That doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, so they were in a parking lot. I can't remember the store. But they're in a the parking lot. You know, we gonna say Target or Walmart mm-hmm. or you know Some whatever. Some type of shopping center. So I guess the son ended up getting arrested because maybe he was the aggressor. Um, but it started to really make me think. You know, a son and his mother. Yeah. You know, we bond. gonna go down for mama. Yeah. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm going to jail for mama. Hey, life, <laughs> lock me up. Fuck. And that's any of my family for real. Uh, <clears throat> I want to see play the clip. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, let's play. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wendy Williams' son arrested for getting in a physical fight with his dad, Wendy's estranged husband, Kevin Hunter. Punched his dad in the nose. Punched him in the nose, but there's more to the story, way more to the story than that. So it went down just after midnight today in New Jersey. Um, what apparently happened was Wendy drove their 18-year-old son, Kevin Jr., to the family house in New Jersey. Went to go pick up some stuff. Went to pick up some stuff. Wendy left and was going to come back to get him. And apparently, Kevin Jr. didn't think that his dad was in the house, but he was. Mm-hmm. So they I guess seem- there was concern that they might there might be tension, but they got along okay. It seemed like they were getting along fine while they were at the house. And then uh, they went to the store to pick something up uh, shortly after midnight. and Which is weird. Which is weird, but I don't know. Maybe they would. Anyway, but during that trip to the store, there was a conversation about the fact that uh, that Kevin Senior wants spousal support in the divorce from Wendy, which we knew. But apparently, the subject came up and they got in a conflict over that. But then it got really heated when uh, Kevin Hunter Senior said his son was being brainwashed by Wendy, turning the son so against makes, him. It makes it sound like. The son, like Kevin Jr., had some issue with his father asking for spousal support. So then, if I can demonstrate... No, you better not. <laughs> oh, you better not. No, no, no. But, yes, Sr. says... Oh, sorry, I should have Sorry. Uh, Sr. put his son... In a headlock. In a headlock. Uh, and uh, in order to get out of that headlock... Can I do it? Yeah, go for it. No. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Actually, I should be the one who's doing this part. Jr., punches dad in the nose and what we're told guys i mean this this thing escalated after this spousal support because allegedly what kevin senior told junior is hey you need to create your own path to success too you can't just take mom's handouts uh and i guess this is a conversation they've had in the past too and really escalated and that 
with turned it physical. Uh, we actually spoke with Kevin, who tells us uh, he he only loves his son. He doesn't want to move forward with any charges, but nonetheless, but he got him arrested. He was arrested. He got him arrested. Well, I mean, they, yeah. someone called the police. We don't, we don't know who called the police, right? I imagine someone. And I guess he said, I "Look, you punched him in the nose." But I would think that the cops would say, "Do you want him taken into custody?" Because at a point, they could just say, "Look, leave it alone." Right. But whatever, they arrested him. Um, Brad, was it for domestic violence or was it for assault? It was an assault charge is what he's been arrested on. So wow. now it's up to the cops. I mean, ultimately, even but though... But it, even though, I mean, Dad says he's not going to... He doesn't want to pursue this. It's up to the cops. There are a lot of people... They're not going to... Well, no, that's why I asked if it's a domestic yeah, case. It. Because in a lot of domestic cases, even when the victim doesn't want to... But they're not going to hear. They're yeah. not going to prosecute him. Right. Hi, my name is Mary and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Oh, I went to, I went to boot camp there. And last... Mary. <laughs> have a nice day. Yeah, I. So that's problematic. I wasn't familiar with. I haven't been keeping up with Wendy, but I just don't like the way her husband is. Well, ex-husband is going about things. Like, you just live your life. Why you Go. need money from this lady? You got you messing with Shorty. Y'all got a baby on the way. Like, what you want me to pay for your baby? And she needs to generate clothes? her own income. Exactly. Because apparently he's funded a couple of businesses for her, and they've all failed. Okay, well. So that's on her. You asking for spousal support. You getting into a physical altercation with your own son. Oh. You going to send your own son to jail, and then you talking about you're not going to file charges. But the fact that you even, the, you allowed the police to be now involved. Now his name in the system. Yeah, that's, I... That, like that. that does not. And it was a thing where he was saying that with me. Wendy was brainwashing him. They said that, yeah, they did say that. They did speak uh, on that. So the whole conversation is weird. Wendy, for a while, for me, seemed a little annoying. Like I was annoyed yeah. by her. Now, I, I I see her in a different light, more as a a woman more as an individual more as a human than I did before because I think I kind of like she's so judgmental in, in her job and you know that's a part of her job to be provocative and to ask those questions and to dig dirt um, so I kind of looked at her a different way because of her profession but the fact that she's being so transparent with her situation it it's making me look at her you know people don't respect that yeah you got to and I actually enjoy the show is cool, but I actually enjoy the after show more. Actually, I've never never seen it, but the after show is lit. You bring Ashley on here; she watches Wendy every day, so she'll tell you all about hey, it. I live for that. Like I will watch the after show before I even watch the actual show. Like, oh wow! I enjoy those behind the scenes, candid, real moments. Alright, so we're gonna go to. Let me see. We're gonna go to a break and we'll be right back. What's up, family? We're back. You know, we have to take a little bathroom break. Don't judge us. It's Jackie. And Keys. And you are back on, on the stoop. With you. Real stories of real people. We really sipping wine and wine was getting to me, y'all. I had to take a little break. (laughs) No, you gotta take your potty break. Let's take a little break. But we back. And I will shout this wine out, but 
we got a wine sponsor coming. No, we not shopping this wine now. No. We get our wine flowing from our sponsor yes, that we can say, yes, y'all. Yes, we yes. sipping on such and such, but right now, mm-hmm. we just sipping. Ghost wine. <laughs> Ghost wine. The fuck? <laughs> but I was laughing with my friend the other day. He was like, you love you some wine. I said, they said Jesus turned water into wine, so it's basically water. Hallelujah. I'm hydrated. Won't he do it? Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's get back into this teaspoon of pop culture. With yes. our good, good girlfriend, Miss Cardi B. My Libra sister. Yes. What is her name? Alcatraz, Alchemine, Alkaline. We're not going to do it because I don't know. Okay. All right. We'll skip over that. Um, but Cardi B has recently been in the headlines, you know, other than, you know, her great works that she's doing in music. I won't say great works because she. I mean, she's making a lot of noise. <laughs> like she, you know, she doing it. Her album, her debut album, did very well. She hopping on track. She's always constantly working, working, working. Yes, yes, um, yes. she had a baby, so and she's very baby culture. Baby, yeah, she's adorable too. Yes. Um, she's very loquacious. Um, oh, I like that word. My grandma told me that. Give me that. What's the definition? <laughs> Loquacious. Loquacious. We should also start incorporating the word of the day. We should. We should. I thought about that. I, d- yes. I definitely did think about that. But she, she speaks a lot and she's very boisterous. And she, you know, she's not afraid to say what's on her mind and give her opinions, which people love her for and hate her for. Um, I do appreciate her transparency. Um, but that it do get on my nerves sometimes because I'd be like, like you don't, don't have need, to talk about everything. We, we like, don't need every, to everything don't need you know. We know you horny and you want to you yeah, know suck and do all. Or I, if somebody say something or has a comment, it's like she has to respond to every hater and every naysayer. You don't have to respond to everybody like every naysayer. Just continue to thrive and glow and focus on that because whatever you put your energy into. You that's what's going to amplify, that. right? You know, that's know, what you attract. A, so, a couple of things with Cardi B. One, she did a live video and she was eating snow crabs, which I, I was very that. upset about that. Girl, you should that. be eating king crab. I saw that. But all right, you she like what jet. you like. She was on the jet. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. Girl, you need them. First dick. of all, she couldn't even crack them open. That's right. why I know you ain't know what you. <laughs> you should be able to crack them things open. <laughs> hey, no utensils needed. Right. But then. And I might have talked about this on a previous episode that I know that her and Offset don't have great command of the English language. They do not. And I I wonder how they communicate. Like, what is the conversation like between them? Because her, I I hear her speak and, you know, we know how she is. And then I never really... I, I hear his music, but I've never heard him. I never listened to his interview until I saw him on The Breakfast Club. And I was like, yo, what like, the what fuck is he, he saying? saying? <laughs> like, how do, what do y'all talk about? Do y'all, is it just like, cool, 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 cool? Like, no. <laughs> that's the conversation with I'm about to cut this off. Like, I can't. <laughs> but that's that Atlanta He's, twang. Because even talking to one of my homeboys down in Atlanta. You can have your, whatever, wherever you're from, you can have that distinctive thing about you. But then you should also be able to articulate your thoughts in a way that people can understand. And they can feel whatever you're saying or whatever you're going through in the, in the way. Because I'm so, like, huh? Yeah. What? Like, and then as an artist, for you to be 
that's what separates someone who's a rapper and someone who's an artist. That, that's true. It, that ability, ability that's true. to articulate. So, anywho, but Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. She messing up the money, money, money. Hey, with that body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> girl, what are you doing, girl? You know she you done got that plastic surgery. She done canceled all of her shows for, for May and who knows how long because she's... She ain't coming back to September from what oh, I read. Oh, my God. So That's you, a whole... What month is this? This is... We about to be in June in a couple of days. You about June, to set the July, summer out? August, you fucked. She set the summer out last year because she was pregnant, and I, respectably, yeah, I, course, I get it. Of course, of course. But you're sitting out the summer now because you had some cosmetic surgery done to your body, and you're mm-hmm. not healing properly because you still want to rip and run. She should have timed that a little differently. She should have timed it differently, and I think that <laughs> with her being young as she is, her body could have snapped back, and she could have just. She could have did the, you know, corsets and waist trainers and modify your wardrobe. Modify your wardrobe until you get your body right because mm-hmm. that's I felt like the pressure of the industry that she's in and being on social media and because she's so um, out there with herself mm-hmm. that she probably felt like she needed to do that. But I don't, I don't think and that she was knew. the opportunity for her to walk people through the actual process. I, I don't think she needed that. I, I honestly, the last time I saw her on the red carpet was the Billboard Awards, and I was like, "What's wrong with her stomach?" stomach. Yeah, I was like, Ew. stomach looking a little too. Oh, this color. Yeah, what's going on? It looked like spoiled meat. Yeah, it did. Like that meat, you need to throw that away. So that meat ain't no good. You need to cut it. <laughs> need no good. No but good. I was like, yeah, and then for for that to come out that she. She had the plastic surgery. I, I definitely didn't think it was needed. I think um, as hard as she worked, far as like being in the studio and making her music, that she there could have been some time for you to work out. Right. Beyonce right, right, right. got three kids, and she got it got that shit together for us. Right. You could have anything is possible. And even Beyonce was like, you know, very open and honest about having her muscles cut. She had to have that emergency C-section. Exactly. And trying to work that back out. And I feel like we're in an era of honesty. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, Cardi's been very honest and, you know, all of that. So she could have took us through her surgery journey. Just the fact that she thought that she needed that is what bothers me. You just had a baby. Like, it's natural for your body to look a certain way. Like, I just feel like as a woman, your focus should be on your baby nurturing your child breastfeeding if possible but instead because of the industry that you're in you don't even have the time to allow yourself to be in that moment and be mm-hmm. you're not allowing yourself and not allowing yourself that time and you like i gotta get back to work i gotta snap back even if i need help i have to have this so-called snap back because mm-hmm. that's become a trend everybody wants to see what your body looks like after you have a baby and not everybody has that that washboard after because right. it takes time. And it's, There's some science involved. Your uterus has to shrink back to the size that it was before a baby was in it. Like you had a human growing inside of you. It's okay. And came outside of you. It's okay for you to have a pudge. It's, it it really is. Uh, Put some spanks on and, and call it, it a day. And you know what I was thinking about? I don't know, obviously, much about having a baby. 
But I feel like you stupid. You talking about me neither. But you think that baby spends nine, ten months inside of your body. So you need to give your body at least that much time to recover from all of that. Exactly. And exactly. then you can talk about a surgery. Exactly. But your body, her body was probably like, girl, what are you What's doing? What's going on? Yeah. Your now you cutting me back year. open? Right. And that baby ain't even a year. It's not even a year yet. And I'm not here to pass judgment, Cardi. I know you got to pay no, your bills. I'm saddened and... that she felt like she needed to do that. Nah, but you got And that could have been something that she just wanted to do. But yeah. it's, you know, she should have allowed herself some time. Now it's messing up. You know, she got pregnant. She didn't get to tour with right. her album. Right. So right. she had music out, and she had a good-selling album, but didn't get to tour off of it because she was pregnant, and she wanted to spend time with her baby, which is natural. Now, almost a year later... Here we go again. You still not able to perform. You still can't do your tours. You still can't, you know... You're not making no money, sis. It's only so much money you can make off of those features. Hey. And I want Cardi to get her whole life. Like, we got a little here. clip of Cardi on the red carpet being very transparent yeah, about her um, her surgeries and her acknowledging her fans and, you know, disappointing everybody because people are looking forward to seeing her. And she won't be out and popping this summer. Here we go. Maybe next summer. Cardi B cancels several performances due to plastic surgery procedures. According to a source, the rapper is rescheduling all performances for the remainder of May to focus on recovering and healing as advised by her doctor. Like when you see somebody that have lipo, you think that they just go in the doctors and like, boop, you come out and you look amazing. And it's actually like a very long process recovery. It actually takes a little bit more than three or four months. Her rep confirms in a statement, Cardi was overzealous in getting back to work. She didn't take the time necessary to fully recover from her surgery. Her statement continues, she's very disappointed as she hates to let her fans down. Earlier this month, the Candid star revealed while performing at the Beale Street Music Festival that she had a bit of help getting back her pre-baby body. The confession was an important one for her fans to hear, she later told E! News. It was important for me because this is like, I don't, I don't like lying about things. The stages is very frustrating. It's, uh, sometimes they get a little bit discouraging. You have to get like your massages all the time. Though she admitted the end result might not come out how you want it to be, she is certainly enjoying her slimmer physique. But don't be fooled, she's always been in great shape. That's why she looked like she got shot. Right I now. always had abs, and I'm a very skinny person, so when they're taking extra fat out and your skin is tiny more, like my bones actually show more. So it's like, ah, 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 and just love up on yourself and yeah. love up on that baby. Yeah, exactly. Because that's who needed the most. Well, exactly. I mean, clearly they both needed the most. But still, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm done Speaking with Speaking of love. All right, uh, Love and affection. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> love. Ooh, 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 love. What song is that? Rihanna. Rihanna From and Future. What album? Um, don't get me lying. Anywho. No, I ain't never heard that song. I'm not singing it right, but you have. I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to have to and look it up. And you're going to be like, oh, that is it. It's just the vocals was off. <laughs> I mean, then there's that. That's that. That's the thing. <laughs> but no, speaking of love and loving up on somebody, um, 
there has been talk. Everyone has either heard or seen the Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett. I love the show. Oh, my God. They had Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife on there recently. And I would like to say the internet is undefeated because the memes that came following that interview. I haven't seen any. You haven't seen any memes or any videos? Had me on the floor dying and laughing. So, um, we, like I said, we going, we reaching back. Aisha Curry was on, um, Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett and she, along with, um, Steph Curry's mother and the, the women of that family sat down with Jada Pickett and her daughter and her mother and spoke about numerous things. But one thing that stuck out was Aisha Curry feeling like she was unappreciated and her having some insecurities and she expressed those and I think she may have done it in the wrong way and used the wrong verbiage. As a woman, I understood where she was coming from. When I had the conversation with my brother, he completely gave he gave me another perspective where he was like, she shouldn't have did that. <laughs> but we're going to play a little clip if you guys have, are not familiar with it. And like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird but like male attention and so then you like i begin to internalize it and i'm like is something wrong with you're me not, like you're, you're not, not looking, looking. What? you're not, like, looking. You're not, you're not even not but i'm gonna tell you something else too when your radar's turned off because i dealt with that for years too like and i was young like you yeah I'm like oh my god fair. i mean because i don't but, want it but yeah. it'd be nice to know that like someone's looking but that when your radar's dangerous. turned off for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Honestly. And, and I'm going to tell you who knows that more than anybody. Something that really bothers me and like honestly. I don't know. I'm kind of. You're on the fence, right? I'm bothered by that because usually some women are the opposite. And they're like that cat calling and all of that, like leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But for her, I won't say actively seeking the attention, but winning it. And that's where the conversation kind of splits because when someone is wanting attention, that doesn't mean they want a cat calling. That doesn't mean they want an a yo shorty, a a like. Right. It's. It's an ego thing. It's a human being because males need their ego stroke all the time. Mm-hmm. But then they neglect to, to stroke ours because mm. we're women and they, 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 they think of us in a different way. And because we're black women, we're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be all these things. And you think we don't need that. We do. Now, as so, a woman, do you think that it's a thing that she wasn't getting her ego stroke by At her home. husband. And that could be a play in it too. But she I just would, had some children, right? They, she, did, she did just have a baby and that plays a role in it too. You have a baby and people don't realize how it's physical, but it's also mental. You know, postpartum depression is a thing. You go through a lot of changes mentally. Your body changes. You start to feel insecure about your body. It doesn't look like how it looked before you had your kids. 
and that plays a major factor into it and you don't know what type of husband he is he may not be um, a reassuring type of person he may not be that person who is telling her she's beautiful or xyz i'm not defending her but i'm saying right, right, as a woman i get it i understand the other day i was walking down the street minding my business i had my wash and go flowing because it was sunny no, outside. Your wash and go is popping. Is it really? It's old, but no, it's popping. The day I did it, it was real nice, and I was fabric shopping. I was coming back from the fabric store, and this guy, I was walking down the street. He was stopping the stoplight, and he was like, "Excuse me, um, you beautiful. Have a nice day." Oh, thank you. And that's exactly how I said it. I was like, "Oh, thank you." It, it was like I don't know him. He wasn't disrespectful. Right. But he acknowledged. That I was looking like Satan. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I get it. Every once in a while, you just need to hear that. Hey, you beautiful. Oh, I love your hair. Or whatever the case may be. As a human being, not just as a woman, you need that. And she may not be getting that at home. Um, she been with Steph and she was in high school. So she didn't get to live her so-called best life. Right, 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 so right, right. she didn't get to explore and learn herself. All she know is... I'm this man's husband. My man is a superstar. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. Who are you outside of those things? No, and if you sense. don't get a chance to explore yourself and, and find who you are before you become somebody's wife or somebody's mother, it's, it's a juggle. It's hard. I can imagine that. So you're dealing with an identity crisis. You know, you're dealing with someone who has those insecurities. I don't blame her for, for that comment. People came at her in any type of way funny or whether they was being negative about it. But the internet can be so rude They can. Sometimes. I want to play this clip. It's hilarious. What clip? I, I, I snuck this on you. My brother sent this to me. <laughs> and there's a comedian reacting to it. It's a little, he cussing you. He, he, he went in, but. I mean, we cuss. Some motherfucking attention. I'm on the motherfucking way. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with picking up? Bust your down. Swing your rounds. Show you how Tommy Brown get down in this part of town. Yeah. Fuck is wrong with still on a fucking shooter? Shooter get the dog. Slam that shit off the backboard with the left leg up. Fuck is wrong with see with a gorilla? Harambe, nigga. Fucking wrong to see what that deep at. Give me all that, all that. She want a motherfucking Millie Rock? Hey, I eat some stop plan. Before I slide the golden steak, eat that motherfucking golden cake, give you this motherfucking golden steak. Fuck is wrong to prime rib, turkey slaw, horse meat. Fuck is wrong to you don't want no old Christian, nigga. You want a motherfucking heathen. Get that reverend deep. Nigga say, thank you, Jesus. Fuck his wrong you too, yo. <laughs> no, this was like, I see. So <laughs> I seen so many people no, responding in a funny so way like that. And then I seen so many people responding in a negative way. And I'm like, she said what a lot of women are subconsciously thinking, but never say out loud. And her choice of words could have been different. She could have articulated it in another way. But, sis, I feel you. That's all I'm saying. All right, so it's nice to hear it. 
from a woman's perspective because I've only heard it from a man's perspective. My brother was like, oh, no, she shouldn't have said that. This is wrong timing. She is creating bad press. This is the playoffs. He don't need that stress. She should be grateful. She don't have to work. He providing for her, blah, blah, blah. And then I said everything to him that I said to you right, about right, the insecurities, right. about the postpartum, about your body changing, about as a woman, how you need to find your own identity. We had the whole conversation. That's so funny. I wanted to bring that to the, to the stoop because no, it, was, I appreciate it was on my mind. I felt I a way about it. <laughs> and I love the fact that we can have these open and candid conversations. I always consider when we have conversations or when I have conversations with people that implore logic, mm-hmm. like, let's talk. Help me see it from another perspective. Yes, I'm definitely that person. And that's what all life... uh, I won't say that's all about, but... It's perspective, yeah. It is, it is. Uh, So, Aisha, you know, I hope that she gets what she's searching for or yearning. She released a statement and said, we good over here. I mean, all right. (laughs) Cross his leg. I cross leg and sip my tea. All right. (laughs) What else we got? We still got our teaspoon of pop culture. We got um, people's favorite, the Kardashian. Oh, God. My grandma used to love the Kardashian. She could never pronounce their name. But she'd be like, have you seen that show? With the, she... with the Kardashian? Kardashian. The... <laughs> she was missing a few letters. She missed a few. She almost had it. Ugh. I know people love to hate Kim. Um. I'm tired I, already, actually. I, I, as a person who's like, I'm a balance seeker, seeker mm-hmm. and I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So I like to find the good in people. And so I want to find something about her that I can connect with and I can't. Well, you know, Kim is a Libra too. And that she's a Libra. And but I can't, I just can't find... I, I guess all I can say is get your money, sis. Like yeah. she, she didn't turn that that that, that video into what what video? That video. That's what popped the original her off. Video? That original. She didn't turn that video into uh, a whole. You know I had went about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the back of Kim K. Right, you want to see Ray J? Oh, because you know I have been in love and with Ray J since time. For real. Ooh. I heard Ray J had a hammer, honey. Ooh. All right. So I hope <laughs> ain't nobody underage listening to this. But um, but, he definitely did not disappoint. And my one home girl still got my DVD from me. I got her born <laughs> Steph, if you listening to this, girl, where is my DVD? You know, girl? I need my copy back. Because I need to watch that. Like You can get on my nerves. <laughs> But Kim K, I wasn't aware, but Jackie brought it to my attention. Oh, I was aware, but not the details. Miss Honey Honey wants to be a lawyer. Yes. She wants to help people. Freedom. She wants to help free people. Freedom. And she did use her celebrity to help out with the previous case, and I guess that is what inspired her. And what I can take from it is, you know, I 
acknowledge the fact that you want to help people, and I can appreciate that. Right, 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 but right. then she's trying you, to switch her focus. You have to like. do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, "I want to be a lawyer." I'm gonna work under somebody. I'm gonna take the bar. I'm gonna pass the bar, and then boom, I'm a lawyer. Nah. What happened to law school? What happened to you know getting the knowledge and creating um, a foundation for yourself? You can't just no, get to the finish line and say, "I want to win this race," and boom, I'm at the I'm at the finish line. So she went, you know, in the state of California, as we previously previously discussed. She's taking the baby bar. So there's the actual bar exam, and now she's taking the baby bar. And she's under the tutelage of some lawyers that, and of course, is under some black women, because why not? Okay. Who else to, you know, learn from hey. other than the black woman? Hey, listen. That's another conversation. Um, so these women have literally given up their whole entire careers sacrifice savings all of that mm-hmm. to be on the line so they are sacrificing a little bit more than Kim is because like I said they put their savings into this you know exactly. you save them save them you put your savings you put your time you I, I could just only imagine like me having my own experience in college and me saving up and mm-hmm packing up my car and driving yeah. because I wanted something so bad that I was willing to sacrifice certain things mm-hmm. and to have someone who just come up and just, just come up and they could just do it and they don't have to put in the work that you put in or they don't have to sacrifice things that you had to it's a little frustrating no it's extremely and I feel like Kim should, in the midst of what she's doing, she should be shouting these women out. Like, yes. shout out to so-and-so for yes. allowing me to sit under your tutelage and, yes. you know, gain this knowledge and whatever. Like, girl, but you just painting it as, you know, it's just something I freed all do. of them. Yeah. No, it didn't happen like that, girl. But why am I expecting anything else from that family? Why am I expecting anything else? Because mm-hmm. they don't never give credit where credit is due. And I saw Kylie Jenner just they culture vultures just like everybody else. Launched her own. She what got skincare. Kylie skin. Yeah, she has a skincare. Yeah. And I saw what's her name? I ain't gonna disrespect nobody. What's her name? Caitlyn. Okay. And I was like, oh, look at Caitlyn looking like you looking. She look nice. No. <laughs> So I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that at that. Oh, we gonna sit there right there. We gonna sit that tea right on the table for you. You can sip it if you want to. Well, y'all Google it at the launch party, and it was a bunch of messy shit that went on at the launch party. But that's another conversation. I'm actually exhausted. Like the Kardashians make me lose my breath. Not in a good way. No. Not in a good way. No, I love... I mean, anybody that's getting their money... I just feel like... Where where is your talent? And maybe your talent is, you know, networking or utilizing social media or... I'm not sure, but... I feel like the only one that might have a skill is the mother. 
because she's managing the hell out of everybody. That's the only one to me that has a skill. Yeah. Now maybe now I do love Courtney. Courtney is close to my heart. I don't I'm know if she's because sure. she's like the oldest. And I'm she's not like, familiar with her. I could be done with all of this shit tomorrow. You know, I've never watched that show. Never. Never watched it. I was over it. my homegirl house one time and it was on, but I was sewing in her living room, so I didn't really get to, you know, pay attention to it. But um, shout out to Ashley. I was sewing in Ashley's living room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we I, gotta get Miss Ashley back. I never, uh, I never watched that show. I watched it. This was when I was smoking my trees. <laughs> And I would watch it, and it would smoking a tree. It would be so obviously phony, like mm. it was so phony. But I do, like I said, I like Courtney. I think I never got into the reality thing. Like I never watched the the Housewives of anybody or you're not missing the Love and Hip Hop. Like not I'm not a TV person. Period. Um, I'm not like if if there's a a show that engages me in some way, I'll watch it when I have time, and then I find myself trying to catch up. But for the most part, if I'm not working or working on something, I'm listening to music. You see my TV sitting right here. I'm listening to music, or I got a book or something. Or I'm listening to somebody podcast. Yes, I like something that's gonna exercise my mind. Yeah. Yes, he does yes. not have to be driving that fast down no, the street. No, he's so extra. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers just be want to show off. I got a car. I got my waist trainer on, by the way. I had mine on earlier, and then I took it off after I ate, because I was like, ooh, this ain't going to work. Stop <laughs> training your waist. Look up um, on YouTube, waist trainer. Uh, what was that girl name? The one that I had, I liked it. It has, like, um... The extra straps on the side, like the girl coat straps, so you can make it like tighter. Extra tight. Yeah, so I wear that on my because I I looked at my little health app mm-hmm. and I walk about three to four miles every day, mm-hmm. and that's just me getting to work, coming back from work. Right, 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 so right, right. that's my exercise. So I wear my waist trainer to work, and then when I while I'm at work, I wear it, and I um I might take it off for lunch, or I might keep it on. So and then I wear it all my way back from work, and then that be my workout. But the video is waist trainers. Wait, let me see. Cause it's this chick that did this waist trainer video that was so funny to me. Like, Christine. I love how waist training was not on our docket today. No. <laughs> oh, here we go, right here. Okay, y'all, y'all gotta listen to this. This is like the funniest shit ever. Understand these waist trainers is killing y'all. My oh. niece just fell out down here at the Red Lobster <laughs> on Keller Road. She wearing a waist trainer in 130 degree weather. Having a happy hour at the Red Lobster. These waist trainers, you don't realize, take 30% of your oxygen to your brain. Y'all want to make it out here through the summer. Stop killing yourself. Stop training your waist. You calling up the main line with that kind of foolishness. You living reckless out here. Ain't on top that you ain't wearing no deal. That ain't the work of the Lord. She said that ain't the work of the Lord. <laughs> she said stop training your waist. Hey, she is funny. I, I follow her. her. But to see her, I saw a video with her. They've been doing these things like how I went viral. Mm-hmm. And she seems like such a dope spirit. 
Yeah, I see her outside of her character, and she is. So humble. Yeah. And so grateful. Like, I love her. Shout out to you. Maybe she might listen to this. I'm going to tag her in it. I'm going to tag you. Oh, where are we at? Oh, okay. So, I wanted to talk about this one thing. It's this one thing that got me tripping. So, the Boston Museum of the Fine Arts Mm -hmm. staff member reportedly told black students no food, no drinks, and no watermelon. Uh, The, uh, I say the carcassity. The carcassity. No Mm. watermelon. First of all, watermelon is a natural diuretic. Exactly. And it's made up of so much water. And so while y'all shooting up like prunes. That's why the skin is glowing. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a summer fruit. It has nothing to do with the color of my skin. Wow. Stuff like that make me want to cuss. And stuff like that <laughs> make me want to take this whole bottle and just crack them in the head and just... I just... <laughs> I struggle so hard with the fine line of being pro-black and loving my black people and then not having a bias but then things like this story and other stories it's weird it makes me feel like see this is why i think the way that i think because it's not fair because i would never as a black person say that to any other culture like if a hispanic person came somewhere and i'm like hey no food no drinks no no tacos tacos. you know what i'm saying i I would never i would never do that and it's so disrespectful. But that's that that's that privilege that they yeah. that they have and that they have grown up on that they feel like they're inferior and they can do and say certain things to whoever. No, it doesn't work like that. And that person has since lost their job. And they should. Man. Lose your job. And I ain't gonna say lose your life. I'm not gonna wish death on nobody. But hopefully that experience gave them a different perspective. Come on, like, y'all gotta chill out, like. And it's interesting because I get a lot of questions, even about being... Speaking of questions, y'all need to give us some questions (laughs) and some feedback. We said this before, but y'all can leave us a message at any time. Yes. And speak your minds. Be free to comment give us any feedback, any inspirations, anything that's on your mind about whatever we said. But keep it cute. Don't get blocked. <laughs> keep it cute or what you say? Keep it cute or keep it on mute. Because <laughs> I'm in a blocking spirit. <laughs> that's a holiday that never goes away. That is right. 365. Um, but I get a lot of questions from people or here recently Uh, obviously being a gay man that's in the beauty industry and people want to know like oh so do you wear makeup and I'm Mm -hmm. like well yeah I do Mm -hmm. but not on the level that they think that I wear it on they think I'm about to come in here with these bold peacock eyes Mm -hmm. and lipstick and yeah not really my thing now if that's your thing get your life that's your thing um, so I was, I'm always about understanding um, and appreciating people for where they are and what they do. So I always appreciate questions that are genuine. 
where motherfuckers not trying to be funny. What you thir- looking at? The thirst about to catch up with me. I'm looking at like who that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I can't with you right now. You live on the stoop. You don't know what you gonna see. Hey, or hear. <laughs> you don't know what you gonna hear exactly. It goes down. And one day we have to do a walking podcast. We definitely have to do a video, a visual, so people can see. Uh, I might have to get that. You like what you looking at? It's a little cutie right here getting in the car, but then I peep. It's a it's a shorty with him, so I'm like, oop, let me not let the thirst catch but up. But then with she me. in the back. Is she? Is this an Uber situation? I feel like it is. I need an Uber. Let me let me. Pay. <laughs> I need yeah, let us bow our heads. Cause I can't with this one right here. It's time for me to go home. Be paying no, my it's ride. time to like. <laughs> oh, but then it's a new ride share app. I'm gonna have to share it with you. Oh, please do. I'm not about to share it with. I mean, if you want to know, I'll tell you. Inbox me on Instagram on the stupid coop, and I'll tell you about it. Is this for New York or like everybody? I don't know. I know it's New York. Okay. Um, but it's supposed to be a little cheaper than Uber and Lyft. Okay. So I don't know if it being cheaper kind of sacrifices the quality. Like, I don't know. Because that one app, who shall remain nameless, uh, dropped us off like that two was you blocks with me. away. Yeah. He like, oh, y'all got to get out yeah, here. Yeah, we like, mean? like, can you pull up? He, he was not having it. He was like, no. Ay, Dios mio. All right, Beverly. It's been real. It's been real. Thanks for having me. My stoopsters. What should I, and y'all have to send us some suggestions. What should we call y'all? The stoopsters, the coopsters, the poopsters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do them like that. Like, we really do appreciate our listeners, though. Yes, so yes, 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 we, yes, we are yes. looking for suggestions on on what, what the name should be. Something. And I feel like if you come up with a dope name, I'll cash app you like $5. <laughs> Whatever the sponsor says. <laughs> you hear from our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> so that's it and that's all. We love you. We appreciate you. It's yes, Jackie yes. and And B Keys. And, and thank you for joining us on the, on the stoop. stoop. We're cool. Ciao. Bye.